Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good afternoon and welcome to Glass of Wine. It is Friday and we are here to drink the week away. <laughs> I am Zancy Weber. Here with me is... Gina Schwartz. How are we? And our special guest... Jessica Kate Ryan. Finally! Jessica Kate Ryan has appeared on the show. Unfortunately, Andy has been whisked off uh, is something to do with some uh, I uh, like ASIO is involved. Uh, I can't really say too much without uh, endangering <sighs> myself. But he said uh, in the encrypted message that he did send to me via uh, blind drop uh, on the mailbox outside of my house. He said he should be back next week. Oh well, that's good. Stunning. Yeah. So uh, best <laughs> I hope he's of okay. luck. I guess. <laughs> Uh, Andy, if you're listening, live long and prosper, mate. Yeah, <laughs> and and if you're overseas, bring back some wine. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, let's I do heard that. Sicily's nice. Uh, well, <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that he is in Sicily. <laughs> no, we can't. Are we actually like? Is this a covert covert mission that we can't talk about? Yeah, or? we've absolutely 100%. ruined the whole thing. Uh, he's probably going to die now, but great. you know, he, I mean, not great. But he should have. He should have known that. Before he it's got his into own it. fault. So Jess, <laughs> uh-huh. who are you? What do you do? Why do you like wine? Um, well, it tastes good. Yeah, True. it does. Um, some wines do. What does Bernard Black say? The older the wine, the gooder there it is. The ah, gooder it is. But alternatively, the more, ex- the more expensive the, the wine, wine, the, the gooder, gooder the it is. Mm. Um, what do I do? I am an actor. An actor? An actor. I also supplement my income by working in retail, hence why I drink. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, I also host two podcasts here on the network, Murder in the Land of Oz, and Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. Yes. Because cats and murder, it's what, what you're about. It's what I'm about. Wow, um, that really does sum you up, yeah. though, doesn't it? <laughs> cats and murder. <laughs> and singing sometimes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah um, <laughs> musical theatre performer. I recently worked with Zane on the 24-hour musical project, which mm-hmm. was really cool. Um, I definitely wanted to drink a lot of alcohol after that. <laughs> I didn't. And what role did you play? I played Maria in The Sound of Music. Oh. Ooh. You solve a problem like Maria. Give her with wine. Many, many <laughs> drinks. No, because I went to a party. So we did uh, 24 hour the Saturday, Sunday before Easter. Mm. Mm-hmm. So then the following Good Friday, I was at um, a party and I showed up and um, my friend handed, handed me a cup that said Maria on it, Aww. <laughs> which I thought was cute. That's very cute. It's true. We don't drink after the musical because it has been proven scientifically that. Sleep deprivation and alcohol has the same effect as alcohol. Really? Yeah, yeah. So wow, I'm just drunk all lit. the time. I didn't feel <laughs> drunk. I felt very emotional. Raw. Yeah. 
Well, that's what sleep deprivation does. But also alcohol sometimes, you mm. know, when you go that drink too far and you're like, this is it. Oh, yeah. No, because that's actually interesting you bring this up. Yes. I had to give up alcohol Ooh. a few years ago um, because every time I would drink, I would cry. Yeah. I was mm. obviously – I was in a really, really bad spot emotionally. So um, – and alcohol would just aggravate it to a point yeah. where I couldn't cope and I would just – I bore everyone because I would just cry all the time. Yeah. So I I gave it up for I think I stopped drinking for about four or five months. Now, have you stopped crying or just have you learned to learn? No, to my my <laughs> emotional state is better. So I probably haven't cried when I was drunk since. No, I cried last year at the Queensland Theatre opening of Jasper Jones. That but, but very tragic event. <laughs> No, because my boy, my ex boyfriend and I had just broken up the week before. Oh yes, and I was wasted, wasted. And the thing about theater events, they give you a lot of champagne, Mm. and champagne and me, it just goes like it. It sets off a part of my brain where I'm like, I can drink anything. I can have a rum and coke. I can have a (laughs) cider. I can have red wine, like, and it's not good. No, it's not good. Mm -mm. That's not good at all. Mixing drinks, kids, don't do it. Well, speaking of not mixing drinks, this week we are sponsored once again by the winegallery.com.au. Wine gallery. Wine gallery. Yeah, nice. (laughs) Harmonise it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, And so you can use our code glassofwine with an H at checkout of your first order to get $25 off. And if you use that $25 to add another bottle to your order... You get free delivery. Oh, my so God. So it's a free bottle and you don't spend any more because you're paying for delivery before that. That yeah, is exactly. fucking stunning. That's what that is. <laughs> stunning. Stunning. Ah, and the accents have started. This week we are <laughs> drinking a Cantina di Costosa Trebbiano. That was very good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I didn't do an Italian accent because we have been a little, I'm, I don't want to say racist, but have a little we? insulting Two Italians in the past on this Have particular you? podcast. I'm shocked. Un- I'm shocked and dismayed. <laughs> well, Australians being racist? They have what? great wine. They have great food. It's just unfair, everyone. <laughs> they got uh, it all. <laughs> yeah, so this is a white wine, Trebbiano grape, and apparently mm. Trebbiano is the most popular grape variety planted in Italy. Ah. So. It's a very nice wine. Like it's, it's a little very bit sharp smelling. I haven't tasted it yet. Um, like it's quite. Oh, that's like a dance on my tongue. Oh, I really like that. Like it's for a white because you know how white uh, for white wine for me can be quite like vinegary sometimes. You know mm, when right. it turns and it's like you can just feel it like on your back molars. Yeah, a little sharp. You don't Whereas want like an red ashy. for me. Red on the first glass is always really, like, difficult for me to get down because I'm like, red wine. Ugh. But yeah. then, like, as I continue to drink it, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Red, red wine. <laughs> so this is, yeah, this is very uh, very smooth and fruity. It's really nice. Yeah, it, it smells a lot sharper than it tastes. If only Andy was here to tell us what it actually meant. Well, it doesn't have... It doesn't have legs, and usually legs means that it's a sugary wine. Oh, that's true. We have learned from Andy. We have learned from Andy. And by we, I mean you. Yes, but <laughs> I, now you're learning from me. <laughs> and I nodded everything Andy says. The circle of life. <laughs> uh, so, uh, shall we play 
The Game. Have you heard you of know? The Game? No. Oh. Oh. Gina, <laughs> okay. tell her what The Game is. Okay, so you drink the wine. Yeah. And you go, oh. What kind of food pairings would go well with this wine? Okay. And because the wine gallery gives you the food pairings, so you're hoping that it's accurate. Okay, okay, okay. And all right. There's only two of us playing this game. Oh, no. Okay. All right, I've got to cleanse um, the palate. Hold on. All right, hold on. I'm gonna I, I will say yep. there are a lot of different options that they've given you to pair this wine with, so just take a stab and you'll probably come up with something. Okay. You know what? Because it's, it's – I don't know how to, to describe this wine, but – I reckon it could go well with desserts. So okay. like a mm. chocolatey mousse or cake, something right. like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know whether I can see pasta with this. Maybe like a nice, um, what's that thing we had the other night? The beef? Oh, the beef cheek. The braised beef, beef cheek. cheek. Mm, that could be nice with okay. this. What about you, Jess? Um, pardon me. I'm going to do a, a little a ASMR. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> I could see like, I could see a pasta though, maybe like a carbonara. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Something a bit yeah. creamy because it's quite mm. zesty. Yeah, no. I, mm. something- well, I will say of the two of you, Jess is the most right. Ah, uh, it's always not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this one, they say that this is exactly the sort of wine that you would pair with light lunches or dinners that you fancy on a hot day, surrounded by friends. Mm. Pair with the classic Italian favourites like pasta with cheesy oh, or creamy wow. sauces. There you go, spot on. Yeah. <laughs> also salads with zesty dressing, risotto, shellfish, Fried fillets of white fish wow. served with a oh, handful fish. of green mm. leaves. Very specific green on this leaves. one. Uh, or a plate of well-stacked bruschetta and oh, you're in for a real bruschetta. treat. Yeah, yeah those It are definitely has that white wine in the sun sort of vibes that Tim Minchin was talking about, mm. you know. This this is a party wine. This is an afternoon oh, yeah. wedding reception. Everyone's having a good time. Well, my mother is it? getting married next week, so maybe <gasps> well, I might keep this in mind. That's mine. so yeah. exciting. I know. Congratulations, Jess's mum. This will probably come out just after her wedding. Congratulations, Catherine. You're On married. Your, your, your newlyweds. Yeah, her and David. Davo. Davo. <laughs> Are they going on honeymoon? Yes, they're going to – well, originally the idea was that they were going on this massive um, US trip. But I think because they redid the patio, oh. they had to think a bit smaller. Classic, yeah. So they're, going, so they're going to like Vietnam and Cambodia. Oh, and nice. Yeah, very not Catherine. It's very uh. off-brand for her. But also my trip this year is very off-brand for me as well. I'm doing I think a, you'll have a ball. Yeah, seven-day cruise to the Caribbean. I do not oh, do sun. Hell of brand. I do not do sand and I do not do sun, so it'll be interesting. I reckon when you're in the sun, you will blossom like a newborn flower. Or I will sunburn to <laughs> like the, a lobster. Yeah. <laughs> I will go for my first day at Disney because basically we fly my um, and the thing is I'm going with my father. So Ugh, if fathers, I, am I right? <laughs> your dad was on this podcast, wasn't he? Yeah, I love Bless him. him. <laughs> What's wrong with fathers? Nothing. Okay. No, You're just, the one who's <laughs> just besmirching them. I, I make a lot of sarcastic comments. <laughs> no, because I think it'll be good because like dad and I, I think the last time we spent more than two days together, I was 12. Oh, well, it'll be fun to reconnect. So it'll be interesting. Um, but he's not a big drinker. And my thing with cruises is in that the bin. in the bin, right? Swipe left. 
Uh, um, you should always swipe left on your family. I don't think that's a controversial take. It's a good rule of thumb. Oh, that was very good. <laughs> oh. um, How yeah. far does it go, though? Second cousins? I mean, no, no cousins, Tina. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Are you joking me? I think if you can identify them as a cousin, yeah, fair. it's a no. Yeah. If you don't know that they're a cousin, <laughs> then you, you you can't be held responsible. That's on your parents. <laughs> this yeah, podcast fair. is wild. <laughs> well, look I'm, I'm going to suggest that I'm drinking this uh, <laughs> as, as the last toast to the bride and groom at the end of a reception. That's lovely. Yeah. yeah. I, I get that. <laughs> oh, God. Now that you've said cruise, I think that I'm on a lovely cruise as well. But it's daytime. Mm. It's it's sum- No, it's not summer. Fuck that. I think it's probably like autumn-y. In Queensland autumn. Yeah, Queensland yeah. autumn, obviously. And, um, yeah, I'm on the, the front of the ship. Caribbean. Oh, uh, uh, yep, yeah. Caribbean shippy thing. Yeah. You're and Leonardo I'm, DiCaprioing. Right? I, yeah, exactly. 100%. I fully intend on drinking for a lot. Like, I'm turning 26 as well on this cruise. Heaven I'm 26. I'm so far gone on being single, it's not even <laughs> funny anymore. So, Babe, you've been single for less than a year. I know, but I'm like single. You get a, ho- you get a holiday boyfriend. What's wrong with being single? Nothing's wrong with being single. But you say it's so like no, no, just it's just enjoy it. it no, I ah. no, I no, I <laughs> no? I'm just not where I thought I would be. Oh uh, yeah, when someone this time can, last yeah, year, yeah, for sure. You know, when I look at Jess a year ago, like thank, I was saying um, last night at Cluedo, we would because uh, Gina and Zane and I are all in Cluedo, the immersive game. And that's uh, why Andy isn't here because uh, he's not. Because he's not and he's and uninvited. I, I believe you have one week left to see it if you're yeah. in Brisbane. If you're in Brisbane, you should come along. It's a really fun time. But I was talking about um, if I hadn't have done Cluedo, my life wouldn't have changed. Like I don't think my really? bre- I don't think my breakup would have happened. I don't think I would really? have had the courage. Yeah, wow. because of the person I met at Cluedo. Not the cast, not oh, the cast member. The oh yes, yes, the yes. binman, the first binman, the first <laughs> of the many, many, many binmen. You are now in the bin. You are now in the bin and shall never be taken out, except when Jess is probably a couple of more drinks in. With That's this bottle so of wine. bad. That's throw right. your phone in the bin. Like. Throw, throw, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think I need to be in the bin. Yeah, and I am in the bin, but I'm just saying, like. I'm just not – there's nothing wrong with being single. It's really fun. It's fun if you're in the right mindset or otherwise you get caught in the trap of a receding line of binmen, which I have been on. I feel like the best parts of my being single was when I was alone. <laughs> it mm. was not when I was dating. It yeah. was just a like – I am really appreciating my time on my own at yeah. the moment. It's very precious. Mm. Um. And I get to do things that, like, I watched an entire, I watched the entirety of Fleabag over the last two days, which, Gina, I think you would love. Okay. Fleabag. You need to watch it. it. I Netflix? will say. No. It is oh. very, very good. Okay. Watch it all. Watch because it all. I watched the first two episodes and I was like, I yeah. am not getting this. Okay. Episode five of six episodes oh. is where it got me. Mm. Mm. And then season two is unreal. Not selling it, but all right. No, it's like it's really good. The first okay. season is is 
you need to stick with the whole thing to get right. it. Right, okay. Because what things that it's it's a comedy, mm. but you don't understand the story until you get to episode five. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and season two. I, either of you guys, did you love Sherlock? Didn't I, even I enjoyed watch Sherlock. That. Um, Andrew Scott, who plays Moriarty, is in season two of Fleabag. Oh. And he is so bloody hot and <laughs> so funny. It's not it. Yeah, it's so good. I think you would love it, Gina. All right. On, on the list. On the list. But Jess, where are you drinking this wine? Oh, where am I drinking? Hypothetically. If you could be anywhere in the world doing anything with anyone or maybe no one. Where would you be? Um, I would be in – this is a plan that I've had for quite a while and it's, it hasn't come to fruition yet. But yes. um, my best friend Ellen, who is the co-host of Murder in the Land of Oz, we have talked about doing a trashy girls weekend in Surface Paradise. Mm. So I can see us mm-hmm. at like a trashy bar. Not yeah. that this wine is trashy, but I can see us at a bar – Starting the afternoon, probably at smart 5.30 on a Saturday. Yeah. You starting know, a classy us off. time. Yeah. Yep. I cannot tell you. I've I've been on a trashy girls weekend away in Surface Paradise. Mm. It was so lit. Yeah. <laughs> Ellen and I so had, good. we had this fantasy. She's now moved to Hobart, which is utterly devastating. Um, but we have this like fantasy of doing like a trashy girls weekend, which hopefully will happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it can still happen. Neither of you live on surfers. You can just meet them. We yeah, can meet exactly. Them on holiday and hopefully not run into 40-year-old drummers. <laughs> well, hopefully. 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 So that's where we're drinking this wine. Mm-hmm. So we've had our wine. I'm so sorry. I digressed so much. No, that's that. what this podcast is all about. <laughs> it is. I'm a bit tipsy, I have to say. But now, now, now we need to accompany the wine with a wine. With a wine. Wine. With an H. So, as always, we'll defer to our guest if you have something you wish to whine, whine about. about. Oh, doll, where do you want me to start? Um, okay, so we've spoken about Benman. <laughs> we've spoken about Tasmania. Yeah, yeah fuck Tasmania. <laughs> I think our, our uh, opinion on Tasmania is very clear. Uh, I've actually heard it's very beautiful. but oh, you know. I'm very excited to go. I'm going in September um, to see Ellen. And I'm That'd very – as a place, I'm sure it's fine. It's just taken my best friend from me and I am livid about it. <laughs> so so what what else do you have to whine about this week? Um, So I know you guys have spoken about Tinder before, Zane was telling me. Hardly enough. <laughs> really? <laughs> I could talk for hours. Carry but on. This is – okay. So for those paying attention at home um, and you don't know me at all – Um, I had a really severe breakup last year. It was four years. It was a lot to deal with. And I left the relationship with a lot of complexes about myself. Can we, how much detail are you willing to go into? About about, what? About the relationship. Oh, I am happy to. Why? What do you want to know? I was just going to say for... For people who think this is To get some context. Yeah, to get some context. Okay. This wasn't necessarily a regular breakup. He kind of – he didn't – string you along isn't really the word. No, but okay. So I was 21 when my ex and I got together. Um, He was the first man I'd ever been with and um, he was – he was six years older than me. So So he was – how old was he? He was 27. Yeah, right. Um. He was my first ever relationship. 
the whole enchilada. Uh, King of firsts. Yeah. Um, we were about seven months in and uh, my mum decided to move in with her partner. So I needed to evaluate where I was going to live. So we just ended up living together. So we, the for the almost four years that we were together, we were probably together for what, three years and 11 months, but let's round up. Um, yeah, let's round up. And to be honest, like uh, my ex and I did not have a good start of our relationship. We uh, slept together and then like two days later he was like, you're too young and we have nothing in common. And it's like, mm, that would have been useful nice information <laughs> two days ago. Um, but then we got together about a month or so later. So, yeah, we were living together for about three and a half years of our relationship. We had a cat. We had furniture. We had a life. Mm. Um, and it got to about this time last year and I encountered somebody. Nothing happened. Like it wasn't a physical thing. I, I met someone and – just was talking to them and they were just nice to you they were and nice. gave you attention which it, was very different from what you were used to in your well yeah, then current relationship definitely i was very affection starved and i realized that i was getting more emotionally from a person that i'd never spoken to before than my own boyfriend so i went to him and i said okay uh we're coming up on 4 years where is this going and, and he, I mean, that's a fair that's chat a fair to question. have. Four years. Um, yeah. And he said he didn't know. And I said, okay, well, look, I want to marry you and I want to have your babies. And, you know, I want to. Eventually. Build- yeah. Oh, no, to be honest, I would have been happy to have been pregnant by this time. Holy shit. I was very ready. <laughs> I was very, very ready. You know, um, Gina, it's not unheard of for I people just, in their mid 20s to have children, can't to choose relate. to have children. Yeah. <laughs> And he said he needed some time to think about it. So I gave him a couple of months. Um, And when I confronted him with the same question again, he said he still didn't know. And I said that wasn't good enough. So I left. And Um, again, fair cop. And in reflection, my ex is not a bad person. He is – no, no – no, he's not a bad – I'm going to preface this. He's not a bad person. He has very questionable qualities and he was not a good boyfriend to me. Uh, there was a lot of uh, manipulating emotionally going on um, and a lot of gaslighting and made me feel insane yeah. for the majority and made me into a person that I don't necessarily – I'm not. I'm definitely not that person anymore. I was very jealous and very um, – worried about other women considering them as competition rather than as a sisterhood sort of thing I yeah. have I always saw uh because he would bring up other girls to sort of because he liked me being jealous and I can Oof, I, I I'm not going to defend yeah. that behavior but I can understand it <laughs> be- I can understand it because I can understand feeling wanted in a broad sense of the term Yeah I mean I can understand why you want a monoculture and maybe that it may be maybe what you need to do to do that is mm. eliminate all the Jewish people in the world, <laughs> but that doesn't make it a good no, thing to do. No. Just because <laughs> you understand, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because you understand something doesn't necessarily mean like I get it, mate. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Pat on the back. Go yeah. on. Um, so a lot of things have occurred to me post the relationship, and I think I was lucky to have left when I did. Mm. To have not been. Uh, left with a child yeah. <laughs> with that person, just a cat who is living with him, which is 
devastating to me. Selfish. Um, no, it was the right thing to do. Uh, I, my living situation was pretty precarious, so I didn't want to subject another life to that. Um, I was really fortunate because even though, you know, obviously being in my first relationship, I was pretty uh, dumbfounded with the love. So I excluded a lot of people from my life because I was so infatuated with the person that I was with and neglected a lot of friendships. But I had a lot of people come forward after my breakup who provided a lot of support, a lot of people that um, would just hang out with me when I needed. I was lucky that I was doing podcasts with Zane and my co-host. So I had places to go. I was lucky that I had my family who really stepped up. My mom and my stepdad were incredible. Um, and so I, I look, I came out on the end of it pretty okay. And which brings us to Tinder. Which brings us to <laughs> dating. Yes. So I left my relationship with a lot of complexes about who I am. I left feeling very uninteresting. I felt not very attractive. I felt like I had nothing to give anybody because uh, my ex made me feel like that. Pish posh. Um, so I thought to myself, okay, if this is the case, I am going to put myself out there and I'm going to see what happens. The democratic approach. Let's let the people vote let's on people, how, let's see. how much I have to offer. Because I was very interested because, as I said, uh, my ex was the first person I'd ever been with in any sense. I'd never dated before. Mm. Before my ex, I was probably 15 kilos heavier than I was than I am now. I was extremely depressed. I was in university. I was studying musical theatre. I had no time and I had no confidence in myself to be able to go out and do things, like socialise even or let alone date. Like mm. I, was in, I was in no position. So I decided to sign up for Bumble and Tinder and I remember – so for Bumble, I matched with about – I matched with quite a few people but there were six guys that I met that I went actually went out on dates with and um, an interesting bunch to say the least. <laughs> Some highlights was Christmas Scott, the guy on like, I think we were like, well, no, we were on our first date and we were talking, he was talking about Christmas. He was like, oh, I love Christmas movies. And I was like, oh. Was this at Christmas time? No, this was in September. That is unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Trash <laughs> in the bin. And he was like, I love Christmas movies. I was like, oh, look, I'm pretty skeptical about Christmas. And he's like, oh, I can change that. And I was like, nah, nah. Uh-uh. well, it's September. So yeah. uh, you're wrong. And then I went on a date with a guy, uh, Stephen. He was lovely, but it was just never going to be a long term thing. Um, and then I moved on to Tinder. And I, I have to say, like, I came out pretty unscathed from the whole dating app thing. Like I had one bad experience with a guy. No, I have Tinder relatively. Shit, Tinder no, this was me. Bumble. This was Bumble. Bumble <laughs> is the worst date I've ever been on was a guy from Bumble. Yeah. And I thought that the first two dates, I was like, this is a guy I could really maybe get to know. And then the third date, I was like, trash. I want to kill myself. Yeah. He was so trash. I always made the rule. I made the rule last year that I would always give people two chances. Okay. Mm. So Christmas Scott got another chance and it wasn't any better when he asked to hold my hand. Ooh. I was like, no, in the bin, goodbye. But uh, it's also not, I mean, good 
It's like it's 2018 slash 19. Like good for you to ask, but it's also not 1925 where you need to ask. (laughs) And also, yeah, I'm not for hand-holding unless you're in a relationship, if I'm honest. Um, Good call. It's very intimate. It's weird. It's weird. (laughs) It's really weird. Like parents do it and then couples and that's it. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, The no, the main uh, red flag about – Bumble was this guy that I met, Spencer, who I went on a first date. It was very like we he was a bit boring. We went to <laughs> most Well, most are. people are. Let, yeah, let's yeah, be yeah. honest. We yeah. went to Jamie's Italian and I was like, I don't think I'm gonna have anything in common with this guy. He doesn't read. Mm. Um mm, red flag. And I was like A lot of dudes don't though. Which is such a worry to me because it's I don't also know. how they've been raised. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, look, I'll give him a second chance. We'll go on a second day. And if we can, maybe we go somewhere that's like not as fancy. Mm. So we ended up going to Netherworld, which is this bar in Brisbane. It's like an arcade bar and they've got really nice food, but it's like a quite a fun environment. And he got me drunk. Like he got me full on drunk. And Oh, I remember. God bless Ellen, who showed up later in the night. I was paralytic. Like she was like, you couldn't stand on your own. He just kept on like pumping you full of drinks. Ugh, that's gross. It's really gross behaviour. But, like, yeah. Um, so then after Bumble, I was like, oh, well, let's give Tinder a go. And that was where I met, like, two of the nicest guys I've ever met. Oh, that's good. I met... Uh, Is it? Is it good? <laughs> yeah, no. Like, I met James, who was lovely, and we had really, really nice dates, but... No physical contact. Like we literally had gone on four dates and he hadn't touched me. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, are you interested in me? Like if you just want to be friends, like I wish he would have just prefaced that because I think we could have been really good friends. Mm. But I was I was just kind of weirded out by that. And then there was Carl who was so lovely and we had a really nice time. But upon reflection of everything that was going on, I wasn't ready for what was happening. And I freaked out because – um, oh, Gentry's walked in. <laughs> Gentry. Gentry, everyone. <laughs> Stick around for the next episode, the next episode of Glass episode of Wine. She'll be here. Um, I wasn't ready for what he was presenting to me, which was lovely. And he's a lovely guy. Um, but I did the typical Jess thing where I was chasing a guy that didn't want me. I don't think that's just a Jess thing. It's just a women people thing i think it's a people thing people are fucking dumb they're like you don't like me guess what i'm so fucking attractive i'm so into you yeah speaking from personal experience (laughs) no thank you (laughs) you don't like me i do not like you Uh, well like hopefully i'm lovely thank you very much (laughs) well you know when you when you're young and fucking dumb yeah i had so many emotions attached to a person who turned out to be a bin um so i yeah, I wasn't ready to be invested in somebody. And I think there was a lot of leftover emotions from my ex because upon leaving that question that I posed to him months ago of being like, so are we a forever thing? And him not knowing. Mm. Truth was is that after he did. After four years. Yeah, truth you is know he, after four he years. He did know. Yeah. And he had known for a really long time and was basically keeping me there until someone better came along. And as Trash. soon as, soon as I... Uh, made the decision to end it. Within a month and a half, he had found someone new and those two were still together. 
I think it's also it's it tells a lot about someone when they go from relationship to relationship. I think it it shows that they are not strong enough or brave enough to be by themselves. And I think you know what, you are literally gonna fucking be alone most of your life. So get used to it. So get used to you. What started out as a wine <laughs> seems to have turned into a rather glowing <laughs> recommendation for Tinder. No, it's not. <laughs> no, my recommendation for anyone that is going through heartbreak, because a lot of people have reached out to me that I know that have been going through breakups and everything, my recommendation for you, because I, w- I wouldn't recommend Tinder. I wasn't ready for anything other than casual And I ended up meeting somebody that wanted a lot more out of me than I had to give. And that wasn't fair. Um, My recommendation would be to do what you need to do. If you feel like you need to run, run for a little bit. But remember that you need to come back to yourself and you need to learn to love yourself as you. Separate from the person that has destroyed you, maybe, or maybe you've left them. I don't know. And maybe a Tinder is a a, a tool to use to or help not. you. Or yeah, not. I have to say the the best connections that I've had with people have been with people that I've met in person. Uh, whether or not they have come to fruition is yet to be determined. <laughs> uh, many. If you're talking about a binman, I can tell you, fruition, schmoosh mission, schmoosh mission. <laughs> I'm not. That's what that sounded like. I think. Yeah, it is. It was. For anyone that's going through heartache, as I am perpetually in a state of. <laughs> I mean, aren't we all? No. Wow. It okay. is. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't mean to gloat, but I'm pretty happy with where I am <laughs> so right now. Yeah. If you mm. if you are in heartache, I think the best thing to remember is that you're not the first person to feel like this, and you're not the last. And. Crack open a bottle of wine and commiserate with people because you would be astonished at the number of people in your life who have felt exactly as you have that will come to your aid and that will sit and talk to you about this. I have had the pleasure of so many friends becoming so much more present in my life over the last 11 or 10 or 11 months or however long it's been since I've been single, through the highs and the lows, when I got flowers delivered at work or when I had to put another binman in the bin. Like you're the what you need to do is to reach out to the people that are around you, that love true. you. Because Friends, when you're in a relationship that is turning toxic, can sense that. And if you're not in a place to accept it, they'll take a step back yeah. until you are. And it, you definitely need a set of eyes on the outside because in all honesty, the amount of people that I've had approach me since my breakup being like, yeah, well, we all – and I was like, what? But <laughs> Why didn't you say anything? Yeah. Because they couldn't because I was too far in. That's true. And that's yeah, because you want, the, you want your friends to be happy and if people are seemingly happy, which I seemingly was – like and you can't ruin that yeah, for them. No one's gonna no one's gonna say anything. And my life looked picture perfect. And I totally get that. Mm. Um I was like we, we were both probably deeply unhappy for the majority. Like <laughs> no, not for the entire time, but for probably the last year of our relationship, we were probably very unhappy. By unhappy, but, do you mean apathetic? Because it sounds like you're apathetic, not actively unhappy with each other. No, we are probably about Oh, so we broke up in July 2018. I'd say sep- 
September 2017, something pretty devastated had happened. Our cat had died Mm. and um, the relationship just crumbled because we both couldn't cope with how upset we were and we just were doing things that were toxic to each other and just we weren't making the effort but I don't think we wanted to. Um, and then no, we actively made the decision. No, we're gonna we're gonna stay together. We're gonna we're gonna try and work on this. But it just didn't get any better. And we were together, maybe yes, out of apathy, but also um, out of convenience because yeah. it is so yeah. easy when you've got someone to come home to. It is the best feeling in the world to know that you have someone next to you because it is scary. It is scary being on your own. And I can mm, – I just, from my experience, because when I was living with my love at the time, it got so toxic that I actually hated coming home. Oh. So now, like, coming home to a house that is empty is the best it's feeling It's the best feeling. Me. I mean – I was like, the idea of living with someone now in a romantic sense, I'm like, nah. <laughs> I don't think I <laughs> could ya. do it again until I was – I know this sounds very old-fashioned, but – Unless I was like on the way to being engaged or engaged with somebody because leaving and splitting up my life and the environment that I had gotten used to was, yeah, it was probably one of the most horrendous things that I've ever had to do. Mm. And if you're living with someone, then you have to share the wine and who wants to do that? Who wants to do that? (laughs) Well, my ex and I didn't drink. Ugh. Wow. So That's I'm, the first mistake. I'm, ba- I'm off the wagon now. That's the first red flag. All right. Well, thank what you for we joining us, to? Jess. I think what we are toasting is to use whatever tools you have available. To That's it. Did Just I completely derail this episode? No. You're, you're never you're... coming back. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we've heard that story. Yeah. We can move on to the Binman story. Now you can. Oh. Yeah, Binman. Binman. We can wait for next time for that. Um, so, yeah, let's let's toast to using the tools you have available. I love that. To make your life better. The yep. tools. Make a choice. Cheers. Do the things. Cheers. So, uh, once again, sponsored by thewinegallery.com.au. Wine Gallery. And if you want to make the most of uh, their sponsorship, you can go to the show notes to get the uh, promo code glass of wine with an H, which at checkout on your first order, you get $25 off, which (gasps) is a free bottle of wine. And if you add that as a fourth bottle of wine to your order of three bottles, you get free delivery. Free. The free stuff. So thanks for joining us, Jess. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm such a downer. Not at no. all. <laughs> no. I, I think it was quite a positive message. Yeah, we learned a lot. And we will see you again, no doubt. Thank you, Gina. Very soon. Thank you, Zane. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you again next Friday for more wine and whining. Yay! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.